Welcome to the Generations Church podcast. This is Brian Nugent, and I'm the pastor at Generations Church. Thanks for listening today. We hope this message is an encouragement and blessing to your life. For more information about Generations Church and its ministries, check out our webpage at gctlh.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. In a moment, I'm going to read Ezekiel 37. If you'll go ahead and maybe just kind of kind of turn there. So we're starting starting a new year and uh, looking for a for a fresh start uh, to the beginning of the new year. And we start today, as other churches do, we're having a 21 days of just emphasis on prayer, scripture reading, and fasting. And our theme this year is come alive. So we're going to take the next several weeks and just have some intentional focus on the, the, the Spirit of the Lord moving in our heart and just kind of reawakening our ourselves now as I mentioned many churches do this and I love it I think it's good I think it's healthy by taking a few moments resetting uh, 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 resetting priorities a renewing focus on spiritual things spiritual disciplines so just over this next several weeks uh, we want you just to kind of be praying and just kind of resetting refocusing your life in a couple weeks we're gonna have Peter Reeves that preached for us in September Peter's gonna come back and be part of our our 21 days so but but we do our 21 days a little bit differently so every week kind of has a theme uh, to that as well so this week is just we're focused on prayer this week. So uh, when you came in, you should have received a, a prayer prayer guide. This is 37 pages of different kinds of outlines, prayers, ways to pray differently over different topics. If you feel like your prayer life is kind of in a rut, you can just grab one of these. Just It's just a, a great resource for you to keep with you around the year. So make sure if you didn't get one, they'll have some at guest services on the way out. Also this week on our social media and our email, we'll have prayer topics as well. Those topics that we're going to be using this week are on page four of your guide, so you can kind of look ahead, but just pay attention to your email and your social media this week so that we're all just kind of have some uh, same focus uh, as, we, uh, as we pray. Our Wednesday night prayer meeting, of course, is going to be focused along with the themes that we are uh, praying. And I, and I want to say, too, we pray on Wednesday night. It is, it is prayer meeting. If you're looking for a circus, Wednesday night's not the place to come, okay? You know, we, we, we worship, sing about three songs, and then we pray. And we've done that for almost 10 years, okay? We are seeing the fruit, to me, of the Wednesday night prayer meeting just come about in our life. So if you can't make it Every Wednesday, would you at least try to come maybe once a month? I want the church coming together to pray. Those of you that come on Wednesday and you're faithful, thank you. So I just wanted to mention that next week is going to be scripture reading. Our focus is going to be scripture reading. So we'll, we'll give you a devotional because we're going to read through the book of Philippians together uh, as well. Also, we started last week encouraging our church to read through the Bible in a year, okay? Now, uh, and I appreciate, we gave, over, uh, gave away a hundred of those prayer guides, okay? So I want to thank you for those that, are, that are, are being involved in reading through the Bible in a year. It only takes about 15 minutes a day. So let me say, 
If you're already in week one and you're three days behind, you're still going to heaven. I just want you to know that, all right? This is not the Lamb's book of life. This is just a goal so that we as a church read through the Bible, okay? January the 2nd, I was already one day behind. I'm just going to confess that. I told Becky, I'm terrible. I'm absolutely terrible. So let me just say this to you. Just keep reading. If you're behind, just keep reading. The Lord's not judging you. The Lord's happy that you're reading his word. So if you're behind a day or two, it's not a big deal. Just, just keep reading. And I'm going to, and I'll talk next week, I'm going to give you some catch-up days, okay? So that's why, don't go, I'm already behind, I just give up on week one. Some of you have already done that, and the Lord is convicting you this morning. Just start reading. Just get that plan and start reading. I, if you don't have one, you can have mine. I'll, 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 I'll give you mine. So just wanted to mention that. Also, we put out a resource called Fuel 15. It's a monthly resource that, that we email to you. You should have received it this week. Fuel 15 this year is going to be aligned with us reading through the Bible. So if you didn't look at it, go back because there are introductions to the books that we are reading. There's some articles that may be of interest to you. Understanding the context of what you read is very important. So take a look at that. And then also, Pastor Bo is giving out 21-day booklets to the kiddos this morning so your kids will kind of be able to follow uh, this in their, in, their own, uh, in their own way. And then also the last week will just kind of be prayer prayer and fasting and we'll 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 talk about we'll talk about that so our our theme scripture for 21 days uh is out of uh ezekiel 37 and if you'll just take a look at that i'm going to read this out of the message because it talks about come alive okay so i'm going to read it's a little bit different version here so it says God grabbed me. This is what Ezekiel saw. God's spirit took me and set me down in the middle of an open plain strewn with bones. He led me around and among them a lot of bones. There were bones all over the plain, dry bones, bleached by the sun. He said to me, son of man, can these bones live? I said, master, only you know that. He said, prophesy over these bones. Dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. God the master told the dry bones, watch this. I'm bringing, bringing the breath of life to you and you'll come to life. I'm attaching sinews to you to put meat on your bones, to cover you with skin and breathe life into you. And you'll come alive and you'll realize that I am God. I prophesied just as I'd been commanded. As I prophesied, there was a sound, oh, a rustling. The bones moved and came together, bone to bone. I kept watching. Sunnies formed, uh, then muscles on the bones, skin stretched over them, but they had no breath in them. He said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, tell the breath. God the master says, come from the four winds, come breathe. Breathe on these slain bodies, breathe life. So I prophesied just as he commanded, and the breath entered them, and they came alive. They stood on their feet, a huge army. So this scene that Ezekiel is witnessing is kind of a morbid scene. It is the, 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 the scene of a decaying, rotting corpse. 
Not one corpse, but many corpses. So, so he's just seeing this kind of unusual, this unusual thing. So, uh, but, but I want to say to you this morning that bones are evidence of death. Something that once was alive with promise and potential. So here's something that was doing well, functioning well, and for whatever reason, you know, there's probably a part of an army that gives a reference to that as well. So there was something that was functioning, doing well, and all of a sudden it dies. The body, it was formerly alive, it was healthy, it was productive, it was reproducing, it was functioning, it was vibrant. And some people in some churches start out this way. They are alive. They are full of faith. They are winning souls. Discipleship is important to them. They are impacting their community. Then something happens and they die. Is that you? Is that you? Is that you this morning? You look back at potential and promise, things you wanted to do, and something happened and you just, just feel like you're just dead. There's no movement. There's no functioning in their life the question was asked can these bones live can these bones come back to life and the answer was only you can do that lord listen to me there is only so much that self-determination and human will can do when it comes to spiritual renewal there is a little partnership that we have with that. But, but most of this comes because we need the power and the presence of the Lord. The bones came alive with the word of the Lord and the wind of God's spirit. There is a breath that comes, that only comes from God, that can bring alive that which is spiritually dead, that can bring back potential that was that was lost and I want to say this morning at the very beginning of this year Lord breathe your breath upon this church Lord we need your power and your presence we do not rest upon our facilities any economic strength you've given us comes from you lord we are dependent upon the word of the lord and the spirit of the lord this morning we confess our dependency upon you breathe upon these dry bones today <clears throat> So in a moment, we're going to open our hearts individually and our church collectively and let God breathe upon us this morning. He came alive. Those bones came alive, and they came alive with purpose. Now that they, were, that they, that they came alive, they came alive, and they were part of a huge army. And I, I want to say, when, when, when God brings you alive, it's not just so that you can grab a T-shirt and go, I'm alive. There's a purpose for you. There is a reason for you. There's, there's something that you are uniquely qualified in the kingdom of God to do. So he's not just doing vanity resurrections. He is doing, he's bringing people alive for a purpose for the kingdom of God. And prayer is important. 
Prayer's an important part about, you know, that this rebirth that the Lord gives. I am mindful, I just want to mention it really quickly, about Hannah could not have a child. And man, she didn't get bitter, angry, run, run. What she did was she found herself be, be, becoming more faithful in prayer. She found herself, when, when all of her life, all the promises, all the hope that she had of being a mom were just dashed, she finds herself at the temple. First, first Samuel 1.10 says, In her deep anguish, Hannah prayed to the Lord, weeping bitterly. She was moved. Her heart was broken. Her dreams were crushed. But what did she do with that? She, she just started praying. She just said, you know what? I have no other answer. I can get bitter and walk away, or I can run to the Lord. In her deep anguish, she prayed to the Lord, weeping bitterly. Verse 12, she kept on praying. She kept on praying. So this was a continual thing that she did. Listen to me. When with her continual praying, she did not see the answer to her problem go away in the first week. But she was faithful. She was faithful to pray. Verse 19, early the next morning, they arose and worshiped the Lord. And then they went back to their homes. So she's getting up. She's praying. This has become a pattern to her. Prayer has become a pattern to her. You want to see God do something powerful in your life. It's not just about coming to church at 10 o'clock on Sunday morning and being in the midst of powerful worship. It's not just about that. That is helpful. It is about praying regularly, finding your space, finding your time, and seeking God's face. But we're, we don't pray. We, we have a, an unusual kind of theology where we all deeply believe in the power of prayer and God's miracles to pray, but very few pray regularly. But if you ask people, do you believe in prayer and the power of prayer? Absolutely. So we don't pray. Why don't we pray? We're too busy. Got too many things going on in our life. It's not a change of heart. If I ask you to believe in prayer, you would say yes, but it is an issue of priority and focus. You know, we, when we have calamity in our life, prayer goes to the top, right? Urgent prayer. But, but when things are going well, we just, it just kind of gets lost in our day-to-day -day routine. It might be why some of you have calamity all the time, because that's the only time you talk to the Lord, Help yourself out. Pray regularly. Might bring some peace to your life. I'm too busy. i got a lot of things going. Everybody's got a lot of things going. People who are regular in prayer aren't people that don't have anything doing. You know, I'm free. i got plenty of time, so I'll just pray. No, there are people that go, you know what? I'm busy. i got small kids. I work. i got all kinds of things. But i got to find a few moments to seek the Lord. They're too busy. They're not sure what to say. I understand that. And I want to say, if you're new to faith, if you're new to the Lord, you know, you don't have to know a lot about the Bible or, or you haven't been a Christian a long time. You don't know, have to, to know a lot about the Christian faith to talk to God. Just talk to Him as a friend. 
just like you would talk to anyone else. It's no special language. It's no special formulas at all. I promise, just talk to the Lord. And I, and I promise you this, that will work. That will work. He's not looking for theology degrees when he prays. He's looking for people with transparent hearts that would just have a, just want to reach out, re- reach out to him. But I want to say this, the more that you do pray, the more that you'll learn about prayer and you'll become a little better at it and, and, and you know, a little more effective. And I, I promise, just as you pray, you'll grow. People, why don't they pray? It's a burden. It's a burden. Some people see it that way. Okay, they've forgotten the joy of of prayer. It's just okay. We got to do this. It's twenty one days. Oh, I will endure this. When he to he that endures to the end will be saved. It's not a scripture for the twenty one days. Okay, it's not. And I want to say, if your whole prayer life like it's just boring that you gotta, you know, you gotta you, you gotta make yourself do it. You know, uh, it's kind of, it's just kind of a burden. You've forgotten the joy. You know, then um, maybe maybe need some you know a renewal when it comes to how you're how you're thinking. It's it's a burden or it's boring. It's boring. It's like my annual dental exam. I don't want to do it, but I gotta do it. Okay. Now I want to just say to you. I want to say to you. I'll make a confession. Every time that I pray individually, I do not hear angels, okay? I do not feel, I do not feel a hand propelling me to pray. Sometimes when I pray, it is as dry as anything. But you know what? And I'm just telling you, those things happen. That's just part of the prayer life. Sometimes, man, you do feel that power. You do feel that surge. And then sometimes you're just like, hey, didn't I just pray for that? You just keep repeating yourself. But, but I want to I, I I tell you something. Even though you may not feel it in the moment, your prayers are powerful. Your prayer, being faithful to prayer, is not about what you feel in the moment. It's about having a little bit of faith and a little bit of effort and calling out to the Lord. So most of my personal prayer is in here. And there are times where I feel like I feel the angels. And then there are are times that I'm like, that is the worst prayer time in the history of the New Testament gospel. So uh, I felt nothing, you know, but, but, you know, you just keep praying. If it's kind of boring to you, just keep praying. I'll talk about in just a moment. Or my prayers seem powerless, okay? My prayer, nothing nothing happens. I don't see any fruit. And I want to say too, Sometimes that's our, either our own self-perception or it's the enemy trying to plant a seed, trying to, you know, keep from coming to full fruition prayer, okay? So sometimes you're just like, I'm, you know, I'm, nothing, nothing happens. So as I said, just a little bit of faith, just a little bit of effort, but I promise you, your prayers are not powerless. When you use the name of Jesus and you call on the name of the Lord, whether you feel it or not, Something is moving in the heavens. Don't judge it. Don't judge it by I didn't feel anything or whatever. You just keep you just keep praying. Why should we pray? Why should we pray? And I want to say to every young person, you need to develop a habit of just regular prayer and devotional life. If I could get you to do anything, it would it would be that. Why pray? It makes me more like Christ. It makes me more like Christ. When I pray, there's an internal transformation that happens when I spend time in the presence of God. Something happens to my heart. When I'm around Jesus more, 
there's a transformation that happens in my life. So with regular prayer, I become, I become more like Christ. It invites God's will and purpose into my life and world. God has a plan for us. <clears throat> okay, God has a plan for our life and a destiny. I also, and we also, have a plan for our lives as well. Most of the time, our plan will be that which is most comfortable, self-serving, and usually involves wealth. Okay, you ever notice that? It's always good. But, but when we pray, we're asking God for his will and his direction And we're, when, when, when we pray. Prayer weakens the grip that evil has on my heart. Now listen to me. That's why sometimes when you, pr- when you want to go pray and you feel this internal resistance, that's the flesh. That's the flesh going, I do not want to be brought uh, in, under, under subjection to the Spirit of God. Okay? So it, when I pray, even when I don't feel it and don't want to, that is a powerful moment because it is weakening the grip that evil has on my heart. When I'm in the presence of God, my carnal flesh becomes weaker, okay? The least that I pray, the less that I pray, it becomes more difficult to pray. But the more that I pray, you'll, you'll find something different. Also, it increases my hunger for God, and it strengthens my spirit. I become stronger when I pray regularly. It's like going to the gym. The more that you go, you develop this strength. I become stronger in my spirit. My revelation of Scripture becomes better. My sensitivity to God's voice when I pray uh, be, be, becomes more keen. Uh, my, uh, my strength to throw off temptation. You know, I, I have more strength to do that. And then prayer becomes easier and more effective because the more that I'm praying, my carnal you know, self is being weakened, but my spirit man is being strengthened. So you will, you will see this kind of change in your own heart. It replenishes my soul, all right? When I'm worn out, when I'm given out on the, on the job, at home, I, have, I don't have anything else to give. I don't have anything else to give. I want to remind you that prayer is the moment that God can restore your soul, we're running around, we're exhausted, we're, we're worn out, you know, we, we, we're, we're worn out, and, and I would just want to say, it's in those moments when you sit at the feet of Jesus that he will give you a spiritual strength, endurance, and patience that can help you with whatever you're going, going through in your life. Prayer seeks God's wisdom for my life, okay? When I have life issues. I need, I need questions, answers. I need, I need jobs, school. I'm a parent. I've got issues. I've got life questions. And, and, and you need to pray about those things. Now, I'm always amazed that when people have important life decisions, they take it to social media and they ask their social media friends, <laughs> have you lost your mind? I mean, some of the worst advice you can get are from people who sit home and give advice about what to do with other people's lives. All right? Wait, you don't need to do that. You need to bring it to the Lord. You need to pray, and God will help you. These, some of you have important decisions to make, and you're just trying to rationalize it. You're just trying to talk to people. You may never know what will happen in, in the moment of prayer when you seek the Lord over decisions that you have. It relieves my stress. All right, we spend all of our time 
trying to stop the problems that are causing me stress, all right? But Philippians says, don't be anxious or upset about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, present your request to God. So when you're stressed, you don't know what to do, instead of spending time trying to alleviate the stressor, come before the King of glory. And when you sit in his presence, there are times that he will remind you that he is in control. And even though things may be spiraling out of control, there'll be something in your heart that knows that God is watching and that will give you peace. Peace that passes all understanding. I'm just going to re read these and I don't comment on them. It reminds me of my selfishness. It protects my marriage and family. It changes my destiny for myself and others. And we encounter God's presence. That's the last thing. When you're, when you're there in, in, in prayer, there are times that you'll just sense the presence of the Lord. You know, this is not just about, you know, when we're, when we're gathered collectively. Man, these are, these are times, precious moments when you feel God's spirit and, and, uh, and his presence as we are reading and as we are praying. So this morning, we're going to have a, a prayer meeting this morning. We're going to pray. All right, <clears throat> with the worship team to come, and we're going to walk through several several uh, topics of prayer this morning. So not just a sermon about prayer, but we're going to pray, and, and we're we're going to do that this morning. Um, also, in a, there's going to be a moment in the prayer that we're going to stop, and I'm going to ask you to do something. So I want you to get. A pen or a piece of paper handy, or if you take notes on your phone, just know I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to do something um, about that in just a moment. Okay, so so the sermon is over. All right, message is over. Just want to give you a few thoughts about prayer. Now we're gonna pray. Okay, we're gonna pray. There are gonna be people that are gonna come up on the stage and they're going to lead in a time of prayer. So I want you to get in your prayer focus this morning. I want you to get in your prayer meeting mode. Okay. We're not listening this morning anymore. We are now we are now participating actively. So let's get in prayer meeting mode. And I'm gonna lead the first prayer that is the prayer of repentance and rededication to the Lord. Okay. Brand new year. I don't care what happened last year doesn't matter to me okay but we as a church those that are online as well we want to come back we want to start back fresh with the Lord this morning okay it might have been a great year it might have been the worst year spiritually that you've ever had but this morning we're going to start we're going to start together with just a prayer of repentance and rededication to the Lord so let's take a moment and pray thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord Thank you, Lord. We come at the beginning of a new year, Lord, and we want to pray and seek you, Lord, about all kinds of different things. But first, Lord, is about our own heart, our own walk with God, our own relationship with you. So we come and we humble our hearts before you this morning, Lord. I pray for those this morning who've become cold and they've drifted from the Lord. And God, I pray that in this moment, Lord, they will find their way back to the cross. I pray in this moment for those 
maybe that have never had a relationship with God, Lord, I pray that they will call out to you this morning and that they'll, they'll, they'll ask you to forgive and to come into their hearts. But Lord, this is the moment <clears throat> that we recommit ourselves personally and reconnect ourselves to God and His Word, to His service and His church. So Lord, we come as individuals today and we pray. So I'm going to be quiet. And what is your prayer to the Lord when it comes to just kind of personal commitment, rededication, repentance, coming back to the Lord? I'm going to be quiet for a moment. And I want you to pray that prayer. What do you need to say to the Lord in this area? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hear our prayer this morning. Prayers of repentance and forgiveness. Make us right before you this morning, Lord. Come on, take a moment. Pray that prayer. If you've been away from God, been cold, been distant, this is the moment. Oh, God, draw us back to you. Draw us back. I pray. I pray. I pray. Thank you, Lord. You failed. You failed miserably. And your sin and your failures kind of keeping you from where you want to be. Now is the moment to say, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. And He will. Thank you, Lord, that the destruction of the past does not keep us, Lord, from your, from, from your uh, promise or what you want to do in the future. God, I pray. We come as a church. We come as a church this morning, Lord. We come as a church this morning in repentance. God, forgive us. Forgive us. We want to turn away. Forgive us of our sin. We confess that to you this morning. We want to start this year right. We want to start this year on the right foot this morning. So we come with that prayer. We come with that prayer. We come with that prayer. Forgive us, cleanse us, make us new. Make us new this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want Brad and Bo and Caroline, I want you to come. We're going to take a moment and we're going to pray for the next generation. <clears throat> Kids, teenagers, young adults. I'm not sure if Bo's going to be able to make it in here. Okay, all right. Thank you, Lord. So if you're a parent of anyone in these ages, I want you to pray. I want you to pray with us. So, Brad. Lord, we pray over our kids and our teenagers, God. Lord, in a world and in a culture, God, that is so hungry for knowledge, Lord, I pray your Holy Spirit over them. God, I pray for a, a spiritual desire, God, for a desire that seeks you, Lord. God, I pray 
God, that you would call out to them, Lord, and that, again, in a culture, Lord, that says I can be who I want to be, I can feel how I want to feel, God, I pray, Lord, that there would be an, a, a foundational understanding, Lord, that they are who you created them to be, Lord, that they would desire to seek you in moments when things are good and when things are bad, God. I thank you, Lord, that there would be a dependency on the things of you. Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, that this is not just the next generation, God, but this is a generation that is influencing culture even now. Lord, and I pray, Lord, that, is, uh, uh, that as we send our kids and our students out into the world, God, Lord, that you would allow them to have influence and impact that would point those around them back to you. Lord, I pray for our campuses, Lord, for our elementary schools, for our middle schools, for our high schools, God. Lord, that they would be, uh, that they would be environments, God, that again would be not influenced by culture, not influenced by media, uh, not even influenced by uh, voices of the world, Lord. But I thank you, God, that our campuses would be reached, impacted, and influenced by the students and the kids that we're sending out from this place. God, I thank you that our kids and our students would have a voice, God, that would exalt you, that would glorify you, that would, again, point others back to you. Lord, I pray for our teachers, God, that they would have influence over our kids and our students, but in a, again, in a way that would uh, point them back to you. God, I pray for our parents. God, in, in, in a season where things may seem challenging and difficult, where it may seem busy, uh, it, it may seem tough at times, God, I thank you, Lord, for wisdom and discernment, Lord. There is no greater tool for discipleship than the parent of, of a child or a student. So, God, I pray for the empowerment of our parents. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that they would, that they would have uh, uh, influence in their home, God, that they would have strength in their, in their challenge to their students and their kids, God, that again would point them back to the cross. Lord, and we thank you, Lord. We thank you for the disciples that are going to come from Generations Church, Lord, because our students and our kids are prayed over and they are pointed back to Jesus. Lord, we thank you and we love you for it. So if you're a parent from infant to high school, I just want to give you a moment. I just want you, I know you're praying with Brad, but I'm just going to be quiet for a moment. I want you to call those names out. I want you to pray over your kids. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Pray over your grandchildren if that fits. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Call their names. Thank you. We pray over our kids. We pray over our kids. Caroline, would you lead us in prayer for our, our young adults, college age young adults? God, we just thank you for the opportunity to lift up my generation to you tonight. God, just in Tallahassee where there's just so many young adults everywhere and so many college campuses, Lord, I just 
pray that your presence is poured out over these campuses and over this city, Lord. Let there be revival like we've never seen ever before, Lord. Just in a culture where there's so many spiritual strongholds like temptation and worship of idols and just looking for their identity and their in their faith and belief and spirituality in the wrong places, Lord. Help them to be grounded in your truth, in your word, God. Open their eyes, open their hearts, Jesus, and just let your Holy Spirit be present on these campuses, Lord, whether it be through us or just just in a way, in a miraculous way, Lord, that to encounter them, Lord. Just set us on fire for you, Lord. Let us not give up lifting up our generation, Lord, because when this generation comes to you, the next will and the next will and the next will, God, I just pray for just revival in their hearts and softening of hardened hearts, bitter hearts, or even just lost and broken hearts, Lord, in their just their time of finding themselves where their parents aren't making them go to church anymore, Lord. Help them to find their own personal relationship with you that's not contingent on the faith of people before them, Lord, but their own personal relationship with you here and now, Lord. Let it be fertile ground for your presence to be poured out after generation after generation until the very last days come, Lord. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that is with us always and within us. Help us to not just ignore that, Lord, but as we go out outside of this building for us to be a light to everyone we meet, especially these young adults, God and let them just be lights in their workplace, in their college campus, wherever you place them, Lord, and whoever you place in front of them, help us to be a light to them and just love them the way that you do, Jesus. We thank you for your spirit. We thank you for your presence and help us to seek it like never before. In your almighty, precious name I pray. Amen. Amen. If you are a parent and you have a college-age kid, a young adult, maybe they're in college, maybe they're out, um, would you take a moment and call their name before the Lord? If you're a college-age young adult, just recommitting yourself to the Lord, asking God's favor upon your life. I'm going to be just quiet for a moment so we can have that, that prayer this morning. Let's do that. Thank you. Lord. <clears throat> we pray this next generation prayer today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want to lead a prayer for those that need direction and you need wisdom for the Lord. You got a decision you need to make. No, it's coming up. Maybe it's imminent and you want God's direction over your life. You need God's guiding hand. So if that's you, I want to lead I want to lead this prayer for you this morning. So, Lord, I thank you, <clears throat> Lord, for those that have chosen to serve you. And, Lord, they realize maybe there's some uh, decisions that need to be made. There's doors on the horizon, Lord, life, employment, parenting, whatever it may be. So, Lord, your word says that if we need wisdom to come and ask you for it. And we do that. We know that you have plans to prosper and to give you hope in the future. And Lord, we want to stay on this path. So Lord, we pray. We pray for the wisdom of the Lord today. We pray, God, that you would 
uh, that you would give us the knowledge that we need, Lord, the, or, 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 or work the circumstances out, Lord. Your plans and purpose are greater than anything that I could come up with. So, Lord, we pray today and we ask for your help and reveal your plan to us. Lord, whether we like it or not, give us that spirit that says, Lord, I don't understand it, but I'm going to move. Or Lord, I'm joyful. Lord, so we pray. We pray for wisdom today. We pray, God, for direction. We pray for guidance. And Lord, your peace is going to guide us. We are going to know that we have found your plan with peace that's in our heart. Whether we agree with what you're saying, Lord, or not, Lord, we're going to have a peace. And I pray for those that need direction and wisdom from the Lord this morning. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So I want you to take a moment, if that's you, if that's you, if you got a decision you got to make, I want, I want you to just talk to the Lord just for a moment. God, give me direction. Give me clarity. Give me guidance. Thank you, Lord. 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 Julio, I want you to come. We're going to take a moment and we're going to pray for those in our lives that are away from God, lost friends, lost families, we're going we're gonna to pray over them. Uh, we're going to pray over them this morning. Julio. Dear God, <clears throat> thank you for this opportunity to pray for those who are lost, Father God, especially our families and friends. I pray, Lord, that you open their eyes, Father God, that you bring them from the darkness to your light, that you bring them from death to life. Aleluya. Gracias, Señor, te damos en esta hora. Bendito sea tu nombre, Padre Eterno. Oramos también, Padre Eterno, por aquellos que se han alejado de ti, Señor, que se han apartado de tu presencia. Oramos para que tú, Padre Eterno, pongas tu mano poderosa sobre ella, que los traigas de nuevo a tus pies, Padre Eterno, en el nombre poderoso de Jesús. Aleluya. A ti te daremos la honra y la gloria, Señor, la alabanza y la adoración, porque solo tú te la mereces, Padre. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for those who are away from you, Lord. I pray for them that you bring them back, Father God. That you bring those prodigal sons, Father God. They give them wisdom, Lord, like you give them to the prodigal son. He repent himself. He forgive his sins, Father God, and he come to you. You are waiting for them with your hands, Father God, with you aren't wide open, Father God. I know that you are there for them, Lord. Bring them back, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Gracias te damos, Padre Eterno, por la vida de estas personas, Señor. Hermanos que se han apartado de tu presencia, Padre Eterno. Te pido en el nombre de Jesús que tú los traes de nuevo, Padre amado. Que tú los traes de ese lugar de tinieblas, de ese lugar de sufrimiento, Padre amado, a tu luz admirable, Padre eterno. Gracias te damos, Padre, porque tú eres bueno, tú eres fiel y tú no fallas, Padre eterno. Gracias por todo lo bueno y lo maravilloso que tú eres, Padre eterno. Tráelos en el nombre poderoso de Jesús. A ti te daremos la honra y la gloria, la alabanza y la adoración, Señor, 
porque solo tú la mereces Padre Eterno, dales una oportunidad así como a los hijos, al hijo pródigo tú se la diste Padre Eterno y tú los estarás esperando con los brazos abiertos a todo aquel que se arrepiente, aleluya gracias te damos Padre, gracias Hijo y gracias Espíritu Santo Amén, Amén I want you to take a moment and I want you to call those names I know you were praying with Julio but I'm just going to be quiet because <clears throat> this is an important prayer praying for the lost that they'll come to Christ let's take a moment let's, let's do some intercession here thank you Lord, save and redeem. Hear the prayer of these friends and family today. Call them back to you. Take the blinders from their eyes so that they can see, Lord. Shake their lives. Do what you need to do, Lord, so they'll look back to you. Thank you, Lord. We pray this prayer of intercession this morning. Bring them to Christ. Bring them to the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I told you at the beginning, I want you to get a pen or a piece of paper or get your notes. Because <clears throat> I'm, I'm gonna, I want you to maybe write down some things that God has been saying to you. Okay? This is a moment where we hear from the Lord, not just pray. So what are, what are some things maybe God has said to you? You hadn't got around to it. It's maybe some things that God is speaking to you. Maybe there's some things in this moment that will be revealed to you. Are there spiritual goals? Are there some things that you go, I need to, I need to turn it around, you know, in this area, okay? So this is about you and the Lord and what you feel like in your own spiritual life, okay? So I'm going to be quiet. I'm just going to let you write. I'm going to let God speak to you. Whatever's on your heart. You may already know some of these things. We're going to write them down. We're going to write them down. Let God kind of surface those to our hearts this morning. So let's take, take a few minutes. I just want you to, to write and let God speak to you. Just another moment. Lord, speak to us this morning. Speak to us this morning, Lord. Guide us. God, we want to know what you're saying to us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want you to keep that. I want you to write it down. Put it in a place that you see it. Make it a prayer goal or an action goal this week, this year. Casey, I want you to come. Casey's going to pray over each marriage that is represented here, our adult singles and single parents. I wanted to read uh, Isaiah 43, 19. It says, for I'm about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. Lord, we thank you so much for all of the marriages that are represented here today. God, that those, that you would just strengthen them, Lord. Those who may be in a hard season, I pray for healing of any hurts, their hearts will be open to forgiveness. Those that need reconciliation and restoration, God, that you would just make that way. God, we know nothing is too hard for you. We pray that our marriages will be a place of peace and unity, that you would strengthen our homes. Those seasons that have been declared a wasteland, God, we are declaring that rivers will now flow. God, we are praying that, praying that forgiveness is going to flow. Healing is going to flow. Restoration will flow like that river in the wasteland, God, because you are making a way, Lord. What was said to be a lost cause will now be a beacon of hope in our marriages, God. Lord, for the singles, those, God, that are, whether it's a season or it's just a, a where they are in their lives now, God. We pray for your will over every part of their life. Surround them with a spirit-filled community, people who will lift them up, encourage them, pray for them, and point them to you. God, that this will be a time of greater intimacy with you, Lord. Lord, that you will reveal things to them in the quiet times, God. As they dig deeper, God, that you will reveal what you have for them, that you will give them wisdom and peace. And God, I ask that you would just direct their next steps, whether they are early in their careers, in school or in retirement, God, whatever that next step may be, God, that you would just give them a boldness and an audacious faith, God, as they take that next step, that you will strengthen them and give them that intimacy with you, Lord. In those quiet moments, they feel your presence and they will experience your power, Lord. Silence the lies of the enemy, Lord, about loneliness. Surround them with the community that's going to lift them up, God, and put a fresh fire and a purpose in their hearts, God. Lord, for those that are single parents, I pray a special prayer of provision and strength, Lord. They are carrying the weight of their homes, Lord. I ask for wisdom and encouragement, God. God, what others have said is a wasteland. God, that you are making it a season of the miraculous, Lord, in their lives. God is making a path for those parents and those children. He is ordaining. God, I pray that you ordain their steps. Ordain each opportunity. You are clearing that path in the wilderness. We pray they do not grow, grow weary or stumble, Lord. 
surround them with a community that will support them and lift them up, God. Again, Lord, this would be a time of the miraculous in those lives. And we ask in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want to pray a prayer for those facing anxiety, fear, and depression this morning. Lord, I pray today. I pray for those, Lord, that their battle is sometimes internal. And Lord, I pray today for those that are facing unusual fear, anxious moments, discouragement, and depression. God, I pray over that today. I pray that you will give the peace that passes all understanding. I thank you, Lord, for counselors and doctors and, 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 and uh, medicine that, that helps. But Lord, our ultimate trust and our confidence is in you. And I pray today, I pray. And we know, Lord, that in our anxious moments that we can run to you. And you're the only one truly that can calm fears and Lord touch hearts so today I pray speak peace to those that are facing this today Lord I pray that you'll calm the storms I pray that you will hold their hand as they walk through these times I pray that there'll be a reassurance God that you are going to bring them through that this situation that they are walking through is not a not a result of any displeasure. So Lord, today we're claiming your promises for the blessing of the Lord to rest upon them. We're praying for peace. We're praying for strength. We're praying a, a peace that passes all understanding, Lord, will be in hearts and they'll be in minds today, Lord. And I pray, I pray for everyone, Lord, with anxiety, depression, discouragement and fear. I pray over that today. I'm going to be quiet for just a moment. And if that's you, I want you to surface that prayer. I want you to pray, Lord, I need your help. Lord, I need your help today. Lord, I need your help. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let the power of the Lord minister today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Kelsey, come. Kelsey's going to pray over our church and our ministries and outreaches this morning. Lord, I just thank you so much that you have called and anointed this church to be a lighthouse to this city. Lord, you have called this church to be a hospital to the sick. And Lord, so I just pray over us, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that we would have a fresh heart for the lost. Lord, your heart beats after your lost sheep. And I pray that as a church, Lord, that we would have a heart for the lost, Lord. That we would get out of these four walls, Lord, and we would shine your light, Lord, to the lost and the hurting and the broken in this city, Lord. That your gospel would go forth, Lord, through our ministries and our outreaches, Lord, and that people would come to know you. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for a harvest of souls. 
a harvest of souls, Lord. I pray that over our church. I pray that over every ministry. I pray that over every outreach. God, that you would pour out your spirit like never before, and there would be a mighty harvest in the name of Jesus, that people would come to know you, Lord. I pray for a fresh empowerment of the Holy Spirit to fall upon this church, upon every ministry, upon every leader, every volunteer. Lord, I pray for a fresh empowerment, Lord, to fall. Lord, that we would go out and we would shine your light like never before in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for effective ministry. Lord, that you would open doors, Lord, in the community beyond what we could even imagine. I pray for open doors and favor like never before, Lord, that we would be able to go and share the gospel into the dark places of this city. In the name of Jesus, I pray, God, expand our reach. I pray this would be a year of multiplication. Multiplication, I speak it out in the name of Jesus, Lord, of souls. Lord, that we would see it come to pass in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray specifically over Street Hope right now, our ministry to the homeless. Lord, I thank you for George and Doris and Kim and those that faithfully serve. I pray, God, that as they go out and they meet the practical needs, Lord, of people that are experiencing homelessness, Lord, I pray that they would share the gospel. Lord, that the love of Jesus, Lord, would just be shown, Lord, through their efforts and that they would see people come to know you, Jesus. Lord, I pray over GC families and Melissa Dansell and her team, Lord, those that are reaching the foster care community. Lord, I pray that you would do something amazing in their ministry this year. I pray, God, that you would send laborers, Lord, to go and help and they would have a heart for the foster care community. God, and that you would use us in a mighty way to bless families. Lord, to bring restoration, Lord, to the orphan. In Jesus' name, use our church in this way. Lord, I pray over our community outreach team as we go every month to Hope Community. Lord, that campus, there's a lot of hopelessness, addiction, and brokenness. But I pray over our team this year that when we go, Lord, that your gospel would be shared. God, that the love of Jesus, Lord, would just, Lord, speak to every heart, to every family in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we just pray that your Holy Spirit would just fill that campus and that people would come to know you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray over all pro-dads and I-moms, Lord, our school assembly program. Lord, we thank you for the favor that we have in our schools. And we pray, God, that as we go, we would go in boldness. And Lord, that people would come to know you, Jesus, even through something simple and in, as an assembly, Lord, that they would hear your truth. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Lord, I also just pray over home front the veterans community. Lord, as we branch out this year and we start a Bible study with veterans, I pray God for favor. I pray that those gentlemen would hear the word of the Lord and their lives would be transformed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, I pray right now over all of our missionaries and our mission efforts across the world. Lord, I thank you for the missionaries that have accepted the call to go into the dark places of the world. God, and I pray that you would pour out your spirit over them, God, that you would renew them and refresh them this year. Lord, I pray for a harvest of souls, God, and that you would raise up laborers to go into the harvest field. Lord, that we would just see a mighty missions movement, Lord, all across the globe in the name of Jesus. 
in the name of Jesus and only the way, God, that you can. Lord, we pray for transformation and life change to take place through our mission and outreach efforts. We recognize that true impact only comes from the work of the Holy Spirit. And so we just ask you, Holy Spirit, to come and move in only the way you can in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Atunu, I want you to come. We're going to pray. If you need a miracle, if you need a healing in your life, I want you to, she's going to lead us in that prayer, and I want you to, to just receive that. Amen. Um, so this morning we read um, from Ezekiel 37, where it was a valley of dry bones. And then after God asked um, Ezekiel to prophesy, the status of that valley changed. So after that time of prophecy, if you went there looking for dry bones, you'll be missing the address. Because there, there was now a hami, a great hami. And I believe that that's what the Lord is going to be doing among us today. And even in the course of these 21 days, there are um, situations, health conditions that has been labeled with, you know, each of us. And then, you know, like they say, the blind Bartholomew, like they will say, um, the, the lame man at the beautiful gate. Many people don't know his name. They just knew him with his condition that he was a lame man at the beautiful gate. But after he had that encounter with, with, with um, Peter, his name changed. He was not found there anymore because the power of God has come to touch him and he was no longer the same person. So I'm trusting the Lord today that as we pray together, whatever illnesses and sicknesses represented here will receive a change. I remember, you know, when Jesus was, was, when he died and then he was buried in the tomb and then they even rolled the stone so that we don't know what magic is going to happen here. You will not get out of the grave. That's so many health conditions here today. It's like situations locked in the grave and nothing is going to happen. But guess what? When Mary Magdalene came, the angel said, why seek you the, live, the, the, the dead? Why, why seek you the living among the dead? He is no longer here. He is risen. So I'm trusting the Lord for a change of situation today, a change of condition. No matter the name those conditions are, the Lord is changing statuses today. And that is what I have come to declare to you. So I want us to begin to pray in the name of Jesus. God told Ezekiel, it says, son of man prophesy. God did not prophesy for him. He did the prophesying with his own mouth. So I want you to join me, church, today to prophesy in the name of Jesus. We are going to be declaring the name of Jesus over conditions in this church. Everyone, if you need a healing, if you want to come forward, you can come forward. There will be people out here to pray with you. We are going to be prophesying and declaring in the name that is above every name. Every conditions represented in this church, we are changing those statuses today. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you for the power in your name. We thank you for the power and the blood of Jesus. We thank you because at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee bows and every tongue confess to the glory of the Father. Lord, we declare in the name of Jesus in this place that the breath of God will rest upon this church in the name of the Lord Jesus. And as it did upon the dry bones, the breath of God rests upon this church, rests upon everybody in this church in the name of the Lord Jesus. We speak the life of God upon every condition. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we speak the life of God over every body part that is dead. We decree come alive in the name of the Lord Jesus. 
we decree the life of God over every organ of the body that is dead. I decree come alive in the name of the Lord Jesus. We decree the life of God over every bones, every tendons, everything in the blood, everything in the brain that is dead in the name of Jesus. Come alive in the name of Jesus. I decree the life of God over every situation of blood pressure in the name of the Lord Jesus. Receive life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I decree the breath of God over every situation, over every illnesses, over cancer in this church. In the name of Jesus, receive the breath of life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I decree the breath of God. I decree the life of God over every condition, over every lameness, paralysis, pain. In the name of the Lord Jesus, receive life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, receive life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Whatsoever condition that you have been named with, in the name of the Lord Jesus, just as Jesus came alive, I decree by the power that rolled away the stone from the tomb of Jesus and called him out of the grave, I decree in the name of the Lord Jesus that that same power, by that same power, I decree you come alive in the name of the Lord Jesus. I decree come alive in the name of Jesus. I decree the breath of God, the breath of God, the breath of Ruach Elohim upon everyone in this church having a condition in the name of the Lord Jesus. Come alive, come alive, come alive in the name of Jesus. I decree the breath of God, the breath of God, the breath of God upon this church in the name of the Lord Jesus. Because there is no distance in the realm of the spirit, I declare to everyone watching us live stream, you are watching us in the name of Jesus, receive power, receive power, receive power in your bodies, in the name of Jesus, everyone lying on the hospital bed right now, and you are watching us, because there is no distance in the realm of the spirit, I declare in the name of Jesus, come alive, in the name of Jesus, come alive, in the name of Jesus, come alive. I decree the breath of God. The breath of God. The breath of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, come alive. Come alive. Come alive in the name of Jesus. I decree in the name of the Lord Jesus that the diagnosis of the doctors begins to change. In the name of Jesus, I decree miracles everywhere. In the name of Jesus, miracles, 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 miracles. In the name of Jesus, miracles, miracles, miracles. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I decree miracles. By the power of him that raised Christ from the dead, I decree miracles. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I decree miracles. I speak to wolves that are dead. I speak to wolves that are dead. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Speak the life of God upon wombs that are dead. In the name of Jesus, receive grace to carry life in you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, receive grace to carry life in you. In the name of Jesus, I speak life. I speak life. I speak life. In the name of Jesus, over every situation that has been proclaimed to progress to death, I speak life today. In the name of Jesus, you shall live and not die. In the name of Jesus, you shall live and not die. In the name of Jesus, you shall live and not die. In the name of Jesus, you shall live and not die. In the 
every declaration of death. I speak every terminal against every terminal condition. In the name of the Lord Jesus, come alive. In the name of the Lord Jesus, come alive. In the name of the Lord Jesus, come alive. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you live and not die. You live and not die. You live and not die. Everyone that has been shut up in the grave. Everyone that has been shut up in the grave of whatsoever sickness. By the power that rolled away the stone. Today in the name of Jesus, come alive. In the name of Jesus, by the power that comes Lazarus from the grave. In the name of the Lord Jesus, come alive. Come alive. Come alive. In the name of Jesus, come alive. Come alive. Come alive. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I speak the breath of God over this church. I speak the breath of God over this church. Come alive. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, come alive, come alive, in the name of Jesus, I speak power, I speak strength to your ankles, in the name of Jesus, strength to your ankles, strength to your ankles, strength to your ankles, in the name of Jesus, receive strength and begin to walk, in the name of Jesus, receive strength and begin to walk, in the name of Jesus, I speak power, I speak the power of God in this church, I speak the breath of life in this church, I decree come alive, in the name of Jesus, conditions are changing. Names are changing. In the name of the Lord Jesus, your doctors will be surprised. Your doctors will be surprised at your next visit. In the name of the Lord Jesus, your doctors will be surprised at your next visit. In the name of the Lord Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Would everyone stand with, would everyone stand? Our final prayer this morning is just going to be for revival and awakening in our church, in our hearts this morning. Whit, would you lead us in that? How many of you are hungry for revival? Come on, are you hungry for revival? Well, the Word of God says a river flows from the throne of God. And I just believe this morning, we just got to step into the river. We just got to step over in the river. So my prayer is this morning that we'll get off the banks and just step into the river. Come on, let's pray all over this building. There's a fire burning in this place. Father, in the name of Jesus, we believe you for revival. We believe you for revival in this church. We believe you for souls to be saved. We believe you for your spirit to move in an incredible, awesome way. We believe you, Lord, just that it's been spoke for healings to take place, for miracles to be done, for your glory, God, to be lifted up we thank you for revival. Throughout history, God, there's been great awakenings. I believe for a great awakening today, God. Your word says, awake, O sleeper. Awake, O sleeper, for your salvation is closer now than it was when you first believed. I believe, God, for another great awakening. Move in this place, God. Move in this place. Give us hearts that are open to receive transparent hearts to say God do what you're going to do we come to you this morning believing for an outpouring of your spirit an outpouring of your Holy Spirit God to change us for it's not by might nor by power but by my spirit says the Lord God I know there's people have been praying for a great awakening and a revival and all across this world 
We don't see it in the media, but there's a revival taking place. And this morning, God, I choose to step into the river to wade out a little bit deeper. Maybe we're only ankle deep, but I believe we need to wade in a little deeper to knee deep. Maybe we need to wade to waist deep. Maybe we need to just get in the river and swim this morning. Just get in the river and swim. God, I choose to get off the bank. Lord, I choose to be available. God, so many times we want to serve, but we're not available. God, help us to be available for all the ministries that we've prayed over this morning, for everything we've prayed and believed for. God, you're looking for a people that's available. God, we love you this morning, and we thank you for it. In the name of the strong Son of God, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want to read this morning, I want to read the priestly blessing out of Numbers chapter 6. Okay, I'm going to read that. And then we're going to have the worship team. They're going to sing. We're going to have some of our prayer team come. And if you'd just like to be anointed, just prayed for at the beginning of the year, maybe just rededication, we bring your family, or just come by, your, come by yourself. Come find a place at the altar or let them... Let them come pray over you. And let's just seal this service with this. So would you just take your hands, you just do it like this, just kind of receive it. I want to read this. I want to read this blessing that they've been reading for thousands of years that the priests read over the people of Israel. And I want to do it at the beginning of the year. It says, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. And let the church say, Amen. Amen. Worship team, I want you to sing. Prayer team, I want you to come. And if you want prayer, you want to be anointed, just for a moment, you want to find a place. This is a moment of just final kind of consecration before we dismiss this morning. Thank you, Lord. 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 There's resurrection power. Thank right you, Lord. Here it's breaking out. Thank you, Lord. Let dead things come to life. Let troubles come alive. If you want prayer this morning, just come stand in front of one of these. They're just going to pray over you this morning. They're going to pray the blessing of the Lord upon you. Thank you for listening to the Generations Church Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the message today and pray God's greatest blessings on you. For more information about Generations Church and its ministries, check out our webpage at gctlh.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter.